Welcome to Tech Bytes, a podcast that explores essential products and technologies in about 15 minutes. Our topic today is the essential role that visibility plays in network security. Riverbed is our sponsor, and our guests are Marco Di Benedetto, he is SVP and CTO, and Vincent Burke, VP and Chief Architect for Security at Riverbed. Marco and Vincent, welcome to the podcast. So when thinking about visibility in regards to security, are you talking about alerts and alarms or something broader, more comprehensive? Um, alerts and alarms give you only a very narrow view of uh, any situation. And for us, visibility is a lot more than that. It's like comparing watching a movie to reading the transcript of a movie. And by the way, I'm talking about the transcript, not the book, right? <laughs> yeah. watching, uh, reading a book is much better. But the transcripts are very dry. They don't have a lot of information. When you, when you think about security the way that uh, it's understood in networking, it's typically firewall, IDS devices. And in the physical world, uh, you would take uh, your firewall, compare it to a gate, to locks, uh, your identity system, whatever, and your IDS is a bunch of sensors. And yeah. the most archaic sensor would be a dog that is barking when uh, when somebody comes in and uh, is trying mm -hmm. to enter the, the premises. I, I always I call this the alert theory. There's not enough alerts in the world, so we have to generate as many alerts as possible. Yeah, <laughs> and you can generate alerts, and sometimes they're useful, right? The dog will, will yeah. bark in times when there is something that is happening, but very often it will bark and nothing is really happening, and sometimes mm -hmm. the mailman is going to... Sometimes there's a squirrel up that tree, and sometimes <laughs> there's an intruder coming on the premises. So in terms of a riverbed solution, how do I go about deploying sufficient visibility to be of use? What's the differentiator here with riverbed and your approach to security in the, in the network? Yeah, the goal here is to is to have the equivalent of security cameras within within the environment, being able to record the network and be able to see everything that is happening while it's happening, but also after it happened. So I think what you're saying to me there is that because there are many points in a modern network where you can actually capture data. Now, in years gone by, it wasn't possible to capture data in many places. And things have changed in networking. We've got bandwidth, we've got processing power. So one of the principles of Riverbed security is this idea that you can collect anywhere. Yeah, yeah, and then that's we feel that that is a very important aspect of, of security, right? You need to be able to collect things because you want to learn from what is happening to you. For us, uh, this aspect of visibility might not be as important for threats that are already known, but it's a lot more important for zero-day type threats where mm -hmm. there's no technology out there that can automate what you're trying to, to see, and so seeing it for yourself is going to be critical. And when somebody is asking you for forensic evidence, you need to have the data stored somewhere that are going to be uh, allowing you to figure out what happened. Otherwise, you're going to be just not knowing what, uh, what the threat was. So I think what you're hinting at there is this sort of forensic or high fidelity capturing of security data so that you can replay or dig into. It's like if somebody accuses you of being hacked, you have to be able to say, no, I wasn't. But you can't just say that. You have to come back with some proof or certainty that you weren't. It's, it's that, but it's also watching things as they happen so that they can, you can do some uh, form of uh, human intelligence-based anomaly detection, right? You'll say, oh, this looks funny, and then you'll, you'll follow from there, and no system will be able to do that for you today. So I guess the other part about this security um, planning or structure that we're putting in place is the angles. The ability to collect data at multiple points means multiple angles of view or positioning? Yeah, I think the way to think about that is when you're observing the environment in which uh, compromises are happening, if you're only looking at logs or you're only looking at some packets in an IDS, which is looking only for known bad things, you're bound to going to be missing something. The analogy here is when we look at, for instance, a military battlefield, you have a radar, there's an infrared camera, there is right. a drone overhead. 
you just take multiple angles on the same battlefield, hoping to capture the full picture. Okay, so we've laid out three principles of security here from the way Riverbed comes forward with this. Eyes on everything, collecting at many points. Full fidelity, so you've got forensic grade data capture and data visibility. And we've got this multiple angles. Let's break that down into a little bit of detail. So Vince, for eyes on everything, how does an organization collect at many points? That's, that's a not insignificant challenge. I think the important realization here is that building firewalls and placing IDS is necessary, but not sufficient in terms of capturing what's happening. Um, we had the example earlier of the dog barking, right? And we, we were alerting unknown bad things. We're collecting those logs. What ends up happening is they're placed in, in a central location, but the very, very first thing, and, and this you see has happened in the movies as well, right? You know, once you get into the bank, what do you do? You shut off the camera, right? Hackers do the exact hmm. same thing. You, you compromise the server, you turn off logging. So when we're talking about eyes on everything, in the analogy is, you know, let's capture the packets at the key interchanges. Let's capture flow data. I think flow data, net, net flow, you know, IP fix uh, data is hugely underutilized in the security space. It's, it's so valuable and so few people um, yeah. capture it in yeah. full fidelity format. So you're saying not just the perimeter, you've also got to get different points within the network to make sure you're seeing the full picture. Well, yeah, so, so generally when we talk about packet style devices, because they you know, they're expensive, there's, you know, lots of uh, data flowing through, capturing lots and lots of packets requires lots and lots of disks. So we see those strategically deployed often at the perimeter. Um, mm -hmm. But when we sort of like dive into what's happening inside the network, there's tons and tons of valuable information that might be captured at a broader level. For instance, a system that's compromised might be used to try to brute force a password in an RDP service elsewhere in a network. If you're only looking at your perimeter, packets through an IDS or what have you, you're going to miss that data. Flow data is, is hugely <laughs> valuable for that kind of stuff. So just quickly, how do Riverbed products make me do this? So the challenge here is I, I sort of get the point, you know, see everything, record everything, and have it from multiple angles for analysis. How do Riverbed products make me do this? SD-WAN, can I use my new devices to do that? Is it the, what's it look like? Well, SD-WAN devices are, are routing devices, and they're very, very good at that. Often, SD-WAN devices, uh, like Riverbed's SD-WAN offering, comes with firewalling and IDS technology. Mm -hmm. um, but when we move sort of uh, further towards what we see a lot of customers do is they'll use our app response appliances to capture packets, and those packets are stored in full fidelity format, meaning there is a forensic recall capability in the packets um, at strategic places in the network. and mm -hmm. then. For our flow data, we have the net profiler appliances, which can basically collect you know, the telephone record of anything that happened on your network at every switch, at every firewall, at every router in your network, flow data can be produced. So you get that really broad connection level visibility throughout your network with, with net profiler. All right, so it's a, a spectrum of solutions or a spectrum of products. Can I build this up piece by piece? Like I don't have to go and buy them all at once and deploy them all out front. It, because that's always a bit of a challenge, but it sounds to me like I could start with SD-WAN and then start building up the rest of these three, three principles of security. Yeah, generally what we see people do is, well, you deploy your routing first, which is your SD-WAN solution. Then after that, you'd like to get some visibility in how well that is working. Then the very first security incident that happens and there isn't any data in the logs to find out what happened, people dive into 
geez, can we take a look at what packets you've captured or is there any flows that, that you've captured? And so the security value of these appliances becomes evident. You start purchasing more capacity. You start laying that fabric of monitoring broader and broader to get, um, to get the eyes on everything. Any advice on how to instrument my network to make sure I'm looking at all the right things because there's so many moving parts here? My background is in the NetFlow space. So I generally tell people, start by collecting NetFlow from every switch, router, and firewall anywhere in your network. And that helps you identify where the strategic interchanges are, where you can also do full fidelity packet reporting in addition to the border. Okay, and that's going to be the net profiler tool. Yeah. Uh, and this notion of full fidelity, you mentioned packet capture. Is that what you mean by full fidelity? Yeah, actually, in terms of packet capture, I think most people are familiar with the full fidelity forensic recording of packets. Not everybody does it, but a lot of tools are available that can help with it. When it comes to NetFlow data, I think it is more of a novel concept, not as frequently seen and not as many security operators think about it. But if you are able to record NetFlow data in a full fidelity forensic recall format, what ends up happening is during that security incident, when you're trying to investigate what happened and who connected to whom, how long ago it started, that NetFlow data can really help you see the forest through the trees, uh, if you will. And that's where it's really important to get context and analysis, right? You can't just have a tool that says, here's the flow records, and here's a list of all the IP source and destination IPs. You actually have to apply some sort of software to that to say, oh, that's a known attack, or that's a likely attack, and things like that. This is where your alarms and alerts can't just be, I match this pattern, throw an alert. It has to be contextualized or, or valuable. Yeah, and I think this is also an area where we are seeing a lot of value in behavioral analysis. And like the example here is your computer makes maybe 400 connections an hour. If all of a sudden it starts making a thousand a minute, you know something is wrong. We might not exactly know what is wrong, but it's definitely mm. a change in behavior that is interesting, which might be sort of the point where you dive into, geez, let me take a look at the packets and see what's in those connections. And you mm -hmm. dig deeper and try to understand what has just happened. So I guess what you really need then is a tool that makes it easy to go from alert giving you some context and saying, yeah, and then you need to just click buttons and go in the GUI to say, go here. Oh, I can see the flow data is up very high. The flows look normal-ish. Then you click on the packet data and you're just all the way through as quickly as it possible. Well, I think in security space, it's all about interoperability anyway, right? We, you know, sometimes mm. you get your evidence from a log. Sometimes there's evidence in packet data. And by creating that context real rapidly, by looking at different angles, right, which is where we, why we keep saying angles, angles, you can quickly start building that context and that understanding of what has happened. So if I'm capturing packets, I'm getting flows, I'm recording logs, and I've also got alerts and alarms coming at me, that that's, tends to be too much for a human or a team of humans. So is there also a machine learning angle here, an artificial intelligence play? Well, this is certainly something we've been leveraging, others have been leveraging. There is obviously the philosophy of, hey, you know what, let's make the computer do what the computer is good at so the human can focus what the human is good at. So in this case, what that means, the computer is, for instance, able to take flow data, packet data, log data from hundreds of different collection locations and point out to the operator these things seem to be happening together or these things seem to be happening in sequence. And the operator can then do what the operator is good at and say, oh, I know what that means. Um, does that make sense? 
Yeah, absolutely. You want to sort of start sifting through all that hay to find the needle and then let the human operator decide this is a good needle or a bad needle. That's the needle in the needle stack. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a dangerous <laughs> world. <out there. laughs> you know, I think we could probably talk about security and visibility for a lot longer, but uh, we're, we've run out of time. So uh, Marco and Vincent, where can folks go to find out more? To get more information about our network performance management solutions, you can visit our website, www.riverbed.com, or read our blogs for latest updates at riverbed.com slash blogs. Well, thank you, Marco and Vincent, for joining us, and thank you to Riverbed for being a sponsor. You can find this and many more fine, free technical podcasts along with our community blog at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at PacketPushers, find us on LinkedIn, like us on Facebook, and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough. <laughs>